sometimes we allow the experiences that we have in life to uh, discount who we are, really. Like, you know, you'll say, okay, well, you know, I done been through this, so I'm going to put, you know, a sales tag. I'm about to, you know, take 10% off of my worth because, you know, because I've been through this, this, that, and the other. But God is like, no, like, you add 10% because you've been through this. Like, you know, this made you stronger. This, you know, helped develop you into who I called you to be. So, you know, for me, I Welcome to a Christian podcast, the podcast where we have Christ-centered conversations. I'm your host, Kevin Wilson. Welcome to another episode of a Christian podcast with Kevin Wilson. I'm Kevin Wilson. Today, we out here at, I was about to say, Freedom Park as a habit. We are not at Freedom Park today. We are at First Ward Park, and we had to find this little cutaway. Hopefully, it don't get too loud back there. Earlier, they had their little, what's it called? The little, the, the bus. bus. Yeah, little funny bus. So they was back there lit. If y'all if y'all hear that, just just give us some grace because they they was big turned up. Um, but I got some special people with me today. I'm allowed them to introduce themselves. I'm gonna go to my right, and then we are gonna go that way. Hey everybody, I'm Matt. And I'm Alexis. I'm Steph. Sound like my mic higher than everybody else's. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, smooth. So today I'm gonna talk about the subject of love. Right, like when I woke up this morning, I just felt like God wanted me to speak about love. So I was like, "All right, we're gonna we're gonna talk about it." So before we talk about a thing, we should first define it. What is it? So can somebody pull up First Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse four through eight, or verses four through eight rather? Look, what they be like, read. <laughs> Raise your Bible when you have it. Right, right, right. Um, you said four through eight? Yeah. Anyone who speaks in a tongue edifies the Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Where am I at? You said First Corinthians 14. 13. Oh, you my said fault, 13. Fault, what version are you in? I'm in NIV. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay. Got it. Okay. Love is patient. Love is kind. Yeah, this is definitely yeah. in the theme of love. This makes sense. This <laughs> makes sense. I mean, it, 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 it technically everything is. Yeah, but. everything is, but it's, it's right on target. Yeah, okay. Is. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. Yeah. So I think sometimes in life we can label stuff love. That ain't love. It's just, it's, it might be adoration. It might be lust. It might be, you know, something good, but it might not be love. And then if you ever are in a situation just go back to this like god was gracious enough to say i'm gonna give you exactly what love is like some things in the bible are defined but it's not straight up this one he was like look love is this love is that it does not do that it don't do that like i was like okay lord he just he gonna give it straight to us so i appreciate it you know he he knew he was like they're gonna try to mess up this love thing so let me not even give him a chance um Yes. No, we do yes. mess it up. Facts. Yeah. We still find a way. But thank you for his grace. Okay. Um. So 
First John chapter John went in. Um First John chapter four. Let's do can somebody read fifteen and sixteen for right now. We're gonna hop around this chapter a little bit. Alright. You said first John four? Yep. Fifteen? Yep. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in them and they in God. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. Yeah. I think that's another thing that's important to remember is that, like, God is love. Like, I know it, but I don't, I'm not always cognizant of that. Like, on my regular day-to-day, I'm not always thinking, like, God is love. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, we think about, like, God loves you. We think about, we know God loves us. We know, the, you know, the love of God, the love of God. But he is love. So it's like if we know him, we know love. So for even those, I just thought about this, for even those that don't feel like anybody loves them or if they haven't experienced love or they just feel like I'm not hitting on anything with this whole love thing, to know God is to know love and to experience God is to experience true love. And like his love is, is different than our love like i have later in here we'll break down the four types of love but his love is different like it's no it's not we don't even have the ability to give it out we only have the it's literally created that we only have the ability to receive his love and i'm like dang like he's he's just so intentional in all his ways so when we talk about love um we have god the father but then we also have our earthly fathers, right? And so our parents on earth, or lack of, have an ability to affect our relationship with our heavenly father, right? And so let's just talk a little bit about our fathers on earth and the parallel of that and how that relates to our father in heaven. And so anybody want to just share about like some type of the realization of how that relates I think that like like our parents I know my parents personally um, they were very good examples of like you know how I should live my life as a Christian and they tried to be that too you know they tried to of course you can't be God but you can you know when he's in you you can embody him and like you said if you have God you have love and there are a lot of other things too if you have God in you you automatically already have those things in you as well so I think my parents were like really really good examples of that and they tried to be in understanding you know they're supposed to be facilitators of that so that I can go on and live you know train up a child in the way they should go and things of that nature you know so I think there are a lot of things you know if you're blessed enough to be able to have your father you know your earthly father um in your life that God tries to allow us to feel physically because it can be hard to like just know that like you were saying it's hard to just know that you have love you know if you don't if you're not that deep and strong into like your walk with you know Christ so he tries to give us those examples of like physical things where we can have a physical father where if we need an actual hug you know we can go and like hug our father if we need that face-to-face like verbal reassurance or redirection you know we have that through our parents and our father um so 
I don't know. I think that's kind of the parallel. It's like God is always going to be our like, you know, number one, that's our father, you know, but he gave us those physical representations so that as humans, as you know, while we're in this like flesh state, we have other things that we can physically tangibly, you know, like touch and stay encouraged, you know, still through him. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Alexis. Oh, you're looking at me. Uh, so uh, <laughs> wait, before I do that, Steph, to jump back do you are you able to so you recognize the parallel right Mm -hmm. are you able to identify any areas in which your earthly relationship affects the heavenly relationship it might take a little thought i know that's kind of yeah that ain't a surface level answer. Yeah, that's, 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 that's deep. <laughs> ain't an everyday level. It's not a, you know, I just woke up this morning and thought about that. <laughs> right. um, no, I think, you know, I've definitely been blessed enough to, like, have parents where they've allowed me to walk holy, like, in, in my walk of faith, you know? So there hasn't ever really been a moment where, like, they've tried to come in between that or, you know, my relationship with my earthly father has affected my relationship with my heavenly father. That can be different for a whole bunch of people, you know, depending on their situations, you know, if their parents were actually in the church, things of that nature. Um, but I don't think I've really had that conflict, you know? They've really just kind of try to build upon like my faith and allow me to build it myself too so okay so i'm quite the opposite from steph uh so i did not grow up in church Uh, my father passed away when i was uh getting ready to turn 17 years old um i had seen my father for maybe five times throughout my life until i was uh 16 so i when my father passed away i closed the door to fatherly love um so like you were saying like you can't receive you know guys love you receive you don't you know you don't give it so for me when i closed that door to that fatherly love i was also closing the door to receive god's love and it has been a theme like all year guys been you know sending people to remind me of his love and to tell me he loves me and i'm like lord i know you love me like you know like i know that but it's like you know in order for me to experience it i had to go back and look at the fact that i had closed that door to fatherly love because of the issues that i had with my my earthly father um so you know just some of the things that you were saying like i'm, I'm complete opposite <laughs> from staff but um you know god is good and you know he reveals those things to us he'll re- reveal those barriers so that you can really experience his love that's 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 great to be able to like identify and articulate that because that's why like this podcast is the way it is because if i just speak about my perspective that's cool but it's somebody that's going to be able to hear me and be like, yeah. Somebody's going to be able to hear Steph, like, yeah. Somebody's going to be able to hear Alexis, like, yeah. And so Matt, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got their, we're, we're, our uniqueness works to God's glory. Yeah. Um, so, Alexis, like, you you literally, you in my notes, because I, I wrote down, we can only give to the level that we receive with anything in life really but specifically with God's love like if we if we can't receive it we, there's no way you can give it I, I, I literally if, if, if nobody ever paid me any money 
I could never pay anybody else. Right. And so in the same way, I can't, I can't give you anything I don't have. And it's, it's identifying that as the first step. And I think even in my, my own life, like you can see it played out. Like when, once you really start to be aware, you can see it like where it's like, man, why, why can't I articulate that in this certain way? And it's like, that's cause you're not able, I'm not able to receive it that way. Yeah. And so it's like, man, like you try to figure out why you're this way, yeah. but it all goes back to how you receive. Mm -hmm. And there's so many different uh, blocks, you know, you got the attack of the enemy, you got just life circumstances, uh, father, lack of mother lack of like whatever training properly improper like there's so many things that go into that but at the end of the day it's our it's our job to kind of identify it and then figure out how to move forward um so i appreciate you sharing that alexis um matt what about you um so i think i'm somewhere in the middle um because my father was always there but he wasn't there. So my dad was just a hard worker. It was six six kids. He didn't go to college. He was just trying to get make money. So he worked a full-time and a part-time job. He was also reserved in the military. Part-time job almost became another full-time job. So he would literally go get up in the morning, go to work, come home, crash, get up and do it all again the next day. So, um, but I think at a young age, I became very aware of how some people issue the love, I guess I would say. But I know for me, he also wasn't the father to be like, oh man, I love you, to, like no verbal affirmations, things like that. But I think, um, I don't even know. I just, one day I just realized, I was just like, he's working like this so that we can have. And mm. so I just received, so I started receiving love, just realizing like, you're here, here, even though you're not really here, you're here and you have a place for me. So I think I was settled in that, mm -hmm. but um, but it's to the same point. Like I have five other siblings and we all see our upbringing totally different. Mm. And so that um, father's love, some of them really needed it. Um, and so, but for me, I just realized like, but I also realized too in my own personal journey uh, with Christ is realizing like, I knew God would do things for me, so therefore I know, like, okay, God got me, my back. But just to, like, to for somebody to verbally affirm or for him to verbally be like, Matt, you got this, so things like that. I never really listened for those things from him, even though he would constantly put people in my life to say those things. Mm -hmm. But I was just kind of like, okay, cool. Like, it was almost like, don't stop paying me attention in a way. So just because I wasn't used to that kind of attention. So it's just realizing that you have to be more open to the things you weren't necessarily uh brought up under so for me it was kind of yeah i know what love i felt like i knew what love looked like but at the same time that's not it there's more to it so yeah so do you think uh so your your father being hard working and providing did that define your version of, of love or did it did it impact your ver your understanding of what love is? Um, it's kind of hard to say just because I saw what I felt like I knew what it was, but at the same time I knew that I always knew that that wasn't it. 
I think part of it, I think, well, part of the good thing about it is because he didn't give you that verbal affirmation, things like that. I saw it in other people, like on TV. Everybody dreamed like, oh, the fairy tale life. Yeah. So it's kind of like, okay, I know that's possible. Yeah. I'm just not getting it. So it's like I almost use what I saw in other places along with what I was getting on my own to kind of realize like, okay, this not it. But um, so there was things I knew as I got older that I knew what I would want to do. Um, but also realizing, but still keeping the things that I learned, like you work hard, things like that. But there's also lines that I drew, like, okay, you're not going to work like that when you get older, when you have kids, whatever, like, you're not going to do that. But, um, so in a way it did, but at the same time, I kind of felt like I had other examples that I could, uh, lean to and look at too. Right, right. Yeah. For me, my dad's always been there. Christian grew up in a Christian household. Um, always like supported me whatever I was doing. If I was playing basketball, he was gonna figure out how to get me to, to the best, you know, the trainer or yeah. whatever. Like he was always always gonna support me. Like even to this day, like oh always. He literally called me before this. It was like I'm thinking about grabbing your mom and we might come up there. Like he always supported yeah. me. Um, but at the same time, I think the verbal articulation of love wasn't always are there or what or even now it still isn't always there like prep like just super prevalent right um to where some people it's like you hear him talk on the phone it's like okay well, i love you like when me and my dad get off the phone we just be like all right all right <laughs> like, that's, it. Like, that's how we do like yeah. I, like i don't even say we don't even say bye just be like all right all right, all right. yep and that's like that's it um and so i i i've recognized recently that like I don't I don't always articulate it like there's there's been times even with like a group of friends and like somebody might be like all right love y'all and then there's times where I just don't say it back like mm -hmm. like and I'm like what what are you even said what yes. are, what's wrong with you bro like <laughs> where'd that come from <laughs> right this time like I literally just I just haven't said it back yeah. and like mm -hmm. nobody called me out on it but like I just didn't say it yeah um and it's not that I don't love people yeah it's just I think again you can only pour out what you had what you yeah. received yeah and so that's the case right but you also can't use it as an excuse mm -hmm. so i can that's cool that's cool for the moment but i had to i have to evaluate that i have to say okay and i okay blah 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 like do the math like okay why are you not and i have to say okay whatever the case is whatever the reason the reason is cool but find out why and then figure out what to do because it's not okay for you to just not articulate <laughs> your love for the people around you you know what i'm saying just because it's not the most comfortable um and even even with with moms it's the same thing i know i just focused on at the beginning fathers because it's a straight it's a more clear parallel but it's you're all relationships really impact others yeah. and so the same thing with, with the with my mom like i don't remember saying i love you to my mom a lot growing up until like i, I went to college and it seemed like then it started more but it was kind of like for me it was a little uncomfortable at first to be real like all right like we, okay like I'm, I'm gonna say this is what i should say but I, I was like i wasn't used to saying it yeah and so you know even sometimes still it's like i i, I definitely say i want to express it but i have other friends who it was just regular you know normal 
phone call, boom, 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 I love you, bye. Like, that's just normal, yeah. and that wasn't the case for me. So, um, does anybody else want to touch on just their ability or inability to express love to others? Yeah, I think for me, verbally saying, like, I love you has been a challenge. Um, more so the same reason that you were saying as well, like, not hearing it. And then a lot of times when I did hear it from other people, it was because of what I've done for them. So um, mm. there was always, like, a, it's good. like a, I don't know, like, I just really didn't want one feel like, you know, there was love even with that statement. So for me, I've learned and I've gotten stuck in only expressing love like through action not necessarily yeah. mm. bad but it may be active listening it may just you know be in comfort when you need it or whatever the case may be but for me like and that's how kind of how i am now it's like you could tell me you love me but like if your <laughs> actions doesn't align with that is it really love right. yeah. um but you you know i i will love you as best as i can but now it's this push to like you know verbally express that as well because some people need that verbal affirmation of love yep oh that's so real like that's go ahead go ahead go ahead <laughs> now nah, that's just real like the way you process is it process it is based on your experience mm -hmm. which is like and that's how a lot of us get is like an earned mentality for yeah. love because it's like when i do i get love mm -hmm. when yep. i don't i don't get love yeah. when i'm right i get love when i'm not right no i don't experience the love from people mm -hmm. and so it almost it gets you to a place where you're you're earning it and like everything you do that's why you see people that they're they're mad successful but they're miserable yeah. because all of their all their all of their efforts of success are rooted in trying to get love and it's like it's a, it's a real thing but it's a sad thing to see because it's like man you built up this whole empire for love and still don't have it because you're looking for it in the wrong things yeah. and when you see how a person is brought up sometimes it's just like how else could they have like what else would they have done like everything pointed in this life in this person's life said you're you're your love when you do good things mm -hmm. yeah and it's like ah man I'm gonna I'm touch on that a little bit later but uh Stev yeah no nah, that's good and I feel like that's where a lot of us like fall short because like the idea of reciprocation which you should definitely have love reciprocated especially in those super important relationships but I feel like that idea has just been pushed so much where everybody's like unless somebody shows me love like I'm not showing love to other people and it's like as christians we can't really afford to like have that mindset you know like you're supposed to walk in love you're supposed to show the love of god to other people regardless of like how they treat you and what they do to you and things like that and just be able to you know put your feelings and yourself aside for a little bit and like because you never know why they're talking to you like that you don't know why they're not reciprocating love it could be because they weren't raised in that place where like they know how to reciprocate it it could be because they're just having an off day you know it could be just a whole myriad of things so like I think we definitely have to like you know find the line of where like we do definitely need that reciprocated love but like we need to know how to just be able to like walk in it and give it regardless and on that point too you have to find the balance of like just giving it but not giving it too much and I think that's something that I've struggled with 
um i did i used to struggle with it's a lot better now but like you know in middle school high school i was like you know in the middle is that i was in the like predominantly like white school so i was like too black for the white kids too white for the black kids like you know i was just a little i was in the middle you know so it's like finding that place finding my place with people you know feeling accepted with people you know feeling loved by people it wasn't always there in like middle school high school especially like friends and things like that but once i got to college and started finding my footing you know it's like people weren't really like looking at that and i was starting to get accepted more and like with getting accepted more i was like oh i'm just you know giving love 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 like these people like me but it wasn't the genuine love you know that we were talking about it's like you know they were i was doing things and people would say that and stuff like that and it's like at a certain point you start giving so much love to where you get exhausted and you get drained and it's like you had that capacity you know your picture was full and you were pouring love into other people but that hasn't get been getting poured back into you truly so like now you have no energy left no love left to give no love left to give to yourself you know like it just puts you in a bad spot so like i really had to come to terms and then you start seeking for that you know acceptance among other people and uh validation and all that type of stuff searching for love in the wrong places instead of you know being okay with just the love that you know god has for you so Mm -hmm. i think there's definitely that balance of you know being okay with not giving love or being okay with giving love to people who aren't giving it back to you but like not giving it too much to where you're you know wearing yourself out and giving it into places that like don't deserve it or need it you know yeah. that's good were you about to say something i definitely agree i think that what you uh said to leads me to like overcoming when i was overcoming codependency because that's what that is like you start seeking to feel you know for fulfillment from other places and you become dependent a lot of times we say codependency we think about the other person Mm -hmm. depending on us but at the same time there's an exchange so you know we develop really bad codependency relationships when we're seeking that fulfillment what whatever it is you know from someone else and in you know your case you were speaking of, of love um but then we also get to a point where we're enabling the other person to receive love from another source well another resource um really and then you know that that also hinders relationships too because what happens when you burn out you know and that person can't fill you up you know not only that but now you can't give to that person at that same level that you were given before so now they're empty you know so yeah. for me like there's a was a balance that i needed to create because i was dealing with the same thing in relationships like i would you know go well above beyond you know the responsibilities that i should have and a lot of times it ended up with like really broken relationships and it's like you know i showed you as much love as i could but the issue was that like one i have stepped into a place god is love we're not we're just a resource of his love so a lot of times we're trying to fulfill their place of love that god wants to do we become Mm. you know god to them and when that happens like god doesn't want us to become his you know us to become someone else's idol and that's what happens we become their place of love and you know we're human we're going to fail we're going to disappoint so when that happens like you know now it's a broken relationship and you know now i've gotten to a point you know in my walk with christ where he's teaching me how to not have you know younger believers stumble and that was one of the things that he has shown me like you have to be able to set boundaries because once you become a perfect image in their eyes Mm -hmm. you know any slight step left or right you know you're going to detour them and you're going to cause them to stumble because you've now feel their place that i've been trying to feel yeah, yeah. yeah. 
it's a lot to touch on there. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start with this. So even encouragement, right? Like it's it's not love straight up, but it's it's it, it kind of goes hand in hand a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole earn it mentality, even my awareness of that influences the way I encourage people sometimes, mm-hmm. and it can be it can be bad sometimes because sometimes I think about it too much to where somebody might do something good and I might not even encourage them at that moment because I'm like I don't want you to think that the only reason I have something good to say is because you did something good and so now right because you're killing it (laughs) and then now now you're like on a regular day like nobody saying nothing so now you feel invalid because the only time you ever receive encouragement love affection is when you're doing something good yeah. and so i'm like ah and i know that's not that that's not the solution yeah. right to just not say anything yeah. but i'm mindful of it because i never want to like i never want to feed into anybody's earn it mentality yeah i yeah. just feeling like ah i gotta i like every time i every time i'm hitting on something that's when i get the love yeah and yeah. so it's something to be mindful of. I feel like you had something to say, Matt. No, it's just um, I started saying this thing was like uh, I say speak speak to the wind. Um, I think because a lot of times as people, we really do things in a box. And when you're in a box and you say something or you do something, you expect to hear something back. But if you speak it to the wind, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. So when you're really firm in what you're doing, you're not. You don't even care if it comes back or not because I've already. I told you what I truly felt and how I truly right. felt about this, about you. Or I'm doing this because I want to do it. It's good. I don't care how you receive it. Yeah. I'm doing it because I want to do it. Yeah. And so that's so just the term I call it when I feel myself kind of getting there. It's just like speak to the wind because it can just keep going and keep going, but it doesn't necessarily have to be something I get back from somebody um but i remember (laughs) i did that because i overcorrected at one point talking about love just because i really felt like people were just doing what we kind of like how you said the definition like people really would just use love however they wanted to they do it to fit their own little box what they felt like was good or wasn't good and so i overcorrected by just not telling people I, i literally don't be mad at me but i didn't tell my mom i loved her back for like two years just because I felt like she was getting to a place where she'd be like, love you. And then she'll be, I could literally hear her over the phone being like, waiting for it back. <laughs> you know, I was like, and Wait, what'd you hear? What'd it's you just hear? like, and so she would literally like, it got to a point where she'd be like, love you. And I'll be, and I'll just be quiet. i be like, all right, mom. She'd be like, all right, love you too, mom. And like, she'll say it herself. Mm-hmm. And so I realized, and then oh boy. we had some real, conversations bro. around right. it. And I was just like, mom, you know, I love you, but let's like, what I want you to know is when I say it, I mean it. Not because I saw, you know, you see so many people passing by in a day. Oh, love you, love you, love you, love you. But they really don't, they almost don't care for each other. It's almost just a phrase It's a phrase to say. And for me, yeah, for me, I just never wanted it to be that. So, um, so it was like, I I overcorrected, but then it brought me back to being like, okay, you can say it back. Cause you know, my mom, like my, you know, I love you. But at the same time, like, I just don't want you to be in a habit of just thinking like, it's just cool to say. I never wanted to be a cool phrase to say. I wanted to be something that was meaningful. So, um, I've I've been healed of that. So, <laughs> praise God. Nah, but that's a real thing, bro. Like it, it's like you got words are so powerful, right? Um, and so it's like you never want to just say it without meaning. You also don't want to overuse it. 
mm-hmm. to where it's just like it's just a combination of letters at that point mm-hmm. it don't mm-hmm. it's not even a real you're not even getting down to the real meaning of love you're just using this combination of letters as an ending to the conversation yeah. or like as a greeting or like yeah. whatever it is and it's like you you've diluted the meaning by just using it over and over and over um but i think to your point alexis like it still requires action right because even faith without works is dead right. and so it requires action you can't tell somebody you love them and you don't do anything for them you don't talk to them you don't value anything they say you don't show up and it's, it's so it's like this it's really like a seesaw where it's yeah. like on one end you have people trying to earn god's love or, or earn people's love on another end you have people i'm not worthy of it and so they just it, it's a it's just a, a seesaw yeah. and so we have to get down to the bible to figure out what is god's love why does he love me why am i worthy of love and how do i carry that out with people right so i think one thing that our pastor has instilled in us is be loved right being yeah. be loved and not do love like right. if you you're you gonna hear that right <laughs> but that comes from matthew 3 uh, where jesus is baptized and as jesus is coming out of the water the holy spirit lands on him like a dove as it says and the father voice from heaven says this is my beloved son in whom i'm well pleased and one thing i never recognized before my pastor pointed it out was that this is all done before jesus starts ministry and so that kind of i just think it was so intentional by god so that it's not that the moment jesus start turning water to wine and, and and performing miracles healing people that now it's like oh you're my beloved son it's like before you ever done a thing you were beloved right and so i think that can go back i'm i'm struggling to concentrate um I think, I think I think that that all goes back to the Bible and it's like do we know what love is right going back to the definition and do we realize that we're created by God and so our worth our worthiness of love was instilled in us in our creation so at the moment you were born, you were worthy of God's love. Yeah. So some people feel like, ah, I got to earn it. I got to, why, why would God love me? It's like he created you. Right. He, does, he wouldn't create you void of, of worth of love, right? And so I think that it's so easy to feel like God doesn't love us because just life, like just you got stress, you got the enemy, you got the voice of the enemy you got your own insecurities and so sometimes we feel like alexis i don't know why but i feel like you better say something about the worthiness of of love i wasn't you're you gonna say something now go ahead you got no, something I, I wasn't gonna say anything no it's okay it's okay i didn't have a thought like you I don't was, have anything no all right all right all right so with that the worthiness of love right i don't i don't that's not a term i just made that up right mm-hmm. uh, i just made that up um have y'all ever felt like you didn't you weren't worthy of love 
like guys love or like love in general any any love, any love? whether it be human or guys love I don't think I've ever been in a place where like I didn't feel worthy of it I think I've been in a place where I felt like I should probably getting be getting more love than I am you know so I've probably been in the opposite place like like I feel like I don't I don't feel love right now I don't feel love from people I don't feel God's love like I'm just in a really like low place and I don't feel it you know so but I know that I'm worried worthy of it because mm-hmm. I know what God says about love and I know that God loves me you know so I've probably been on the opposite end. so in your end it's more like Oh, I'm worthy. I'm, <laughs> I'm worthy of this love. Where is it? Where I want that. At? Okay, yeah. I got you, I got no, you. like I know, cause it's like it's 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 on a list of those things in the Bible. Where it's like this is yours, you know. Like God already said that this is yours. So yeah. it's like I know that I'm worthy of love, and I know that this is something that I should feel, but I'm not feeling it right now, you know. That's real. That's real, Alexis. Um, I think for me, I have been in places where I didn't feel worthy of love. Um, that's just you know me being human, really. Um, but one thing that helps me in those moments is understanding that the eyes of God and the way God sees me is completely different than how I see myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, sometimes we allow the experiences that we have in life to uh, discount who we are, really. Like, you know, you'll say, OK, well, you know, I'd have been through this, so I'm going to put, you know, a sales tag. I'm about to, you know, take 10 percent off of my work, <laughs> you know, yeah. because I've yeah. been through this, this, that and the other. But God is like, no, like th- you add 10 percent because you've been through this. Like, yeah. you know, this yeah. made you stronger. This, you know, helped develop you into who I called you to be. So, you know, for me, I have dealt with that. But I just think, you know, and I've been I was in the world way longer than I've been in Christ. So, <laughs> you know, with that, like I had to break those thought patterns that the world creates because when you're in the world that's what you hear oh well you need to lessen your expectations because of this this that and the other but like those aren't flaws those are the same things that god is going to use to propel me into whatever it is that he has for me yeah Yeah, that's good you said something i don't remember word for word but basically sometimes how you see yourself and how in love and how god sees it is different right yeah it's completely that is different. the goal is to there's this gap right like there's this gap like, like the same thing i talked about earlier just by circumstance the enemy all this thing right where it's like you this is where you at and this is where god's love for you actually is yeah the goal is to every day just get like closer like to understanding what your act your actual worth right mm-hmm. the, your actual value and that god loves you because it's like it takes work like you said you had to you had to re you had to get rid of those thoughts you had to do that like you had to renew your mind through the word and so it's like every day okay i'm gonna read scripture on god's love okay this is what love is okay i'm made in the image of god like okay like i'm fearfully and wonderfully made like every little thing it, it gets you closer to to god's love but it does take work um it takes work because even when you make those advance uh, advances the enemy is always scheming oh yeah so he's always there to like uh nobody really loves you nobody really saw you like today like you you really went hard for that person and they didn't even acknowledge it or say thank you like you're not really worthy of love and it's like ah now i feel like i did all that work but guess what i'm back where i started and so it's your job to say to use the sword of the spirit which is the word of God to say, like, nah, this is not what we 
this is I, I got to yeah. take the ground that that God has granted me and like like you said Stevan to have that posture like love is amongst the list of things that belongs to me as a child of God like I think that's a that's a healthy way of thinking like it's not that I'm arrogant because I receive love it's not that um um, you know, I, I'm just up here because it's like, no, nah, I'm a child of God. A product of that is, is love. Why would I serve God and expect to have the same love as the world? No, this is a the, the agape love. The unconditional love is what I'm I'm worthy of. So I just think that's a like between both of y'all. I think it's clear that there's so many different ways that we re we receive love. And so. It doesn't look the same and so sometimes we'd be comparing like oh like they receiving love it's like we don't know what people been through right um at all matt do you want to share anything i do want to yeah. add to when you were moving the bible and you know you went back to the start you never go back to the start yeah so you know just because it's contested doesn't mean that you're back where you started from like you know you can you're contested but you still move forward but i think like for me, when I first started my journey, I would feel like that. Like, I, you know, I'm back to the start. And that when you think, when you have that mindset, especially when you're, you know, you're new to the faith or you're new to applying God's word to your life, like, you know, eventually you get kind of like, you know, disappointed and uh, discouraged because you think that like you're back at the start, but you're not back at the start. Like you can't unlearn what God has already placed in you. Like those same words that he's, a, you know, you've learned, they're still, you know, you didn't forget them. Like, you know, yeah. they're still in you. His word and his spirit is still growing in you. So like, even though you're contested or you may feel like you went backwards, you didn't like you're still progressing no matter what. That's good. Can anybody read? You better say them. No, I'm just saying it gets back to feelings and how um, even past always says like feelings are good indicators, but not good navigators. Yeah. So you can always feel way less than what you actually are. Mm. Um, so that's real. Not as real. Um, can somebody read First John chapter four, verses eighteen through twenty-one? Um, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And as he has given us the command, anyone who loves God must love their brother and sister. Yeah, so I think... In addition to the, the things that are listed that love is, I think love is an, an evaluator of your heart. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no love and fear, right? There's no fear in love. So if I'm in fear, then I have to, I have to recognize there's an absence of love somewhere in me. Or there's a, a lack of wholeness when it comes to love that's, that's in me, right? If... If I'm not loving my brother or sister, I have to recognize, okay, I'm not, there's something in me that's not, not right. That why, why is it that I can't love my brother or love my sister the way that the word tells me to? It's somehow that I've gotten away, I've slipped away from God's love and I'm like, okay, let me use this to evaluate. Like we kind of said what we said earlier, 
and backtrack and figure out like where is it at that I can't is it unforgiveness is it that I've been hurt by this person like where is it at that I can't forgive them um, so I think it's just a, a tool um, that that we can use to not a tool but I think it's just an indicator yeah. of like where you are where's your heart where's your flesh where's your spirit at because um, the heart is is deceitful and so you can think that I'm, I'm one way but God so clearly like made it evident that if you don't have these things, if if you don't if you're not able to love your brother and sister that you can see, you can't tell me that you love God who you can't see. Yeah. And so I just like I'm like always appreciative that the word is so all encompassing um because it's just like it's it, like we said earlier, it's something for everything. Yeah. Um I got any questions? Anybody out there got any questions or any uh, any gems that y'all want to drop? Feel free to pick up the mic for a sec. Nobody? No questions? Cool. I can share. Okay, so yeah. like on the love your brother and sister, you know, topic, um, I had a friend like recently who she was just going through a lot of things, had been through a lot of things. She would... I don't know she was kind of into some of like the crystal stuff and then like she would say she believed in god but like the relationship just like wasn't there and like i invited her to church like many times and she just you know she would say, say she would come but it was just you know the relationship wasn't really there but like she would confide in me for with a lot of things and she would talk to me about a lot of things and some of the things were really off the wall like in my head i was like girl um you know like she was going through it but like when you're in that position and you're trying to live your your life as a Christian, things like that, it's all about like how you respond to that and how you receive what they're telling you, you know? And she told me like at the end of it, she was like, you know, I just want to like thank you because um, I know I've been going through a lot and I told you a lot of stuff, but like never once, like while I was talking to you, did I feel like you were like judging me, you know, and I was able to really feel like the love of God through like the way that you love me. So it's like those little things to where like people will tell you things and you know, in your mind as a Christian, like that's not right. That's not right. That's out of the word. That's not in the book. You need to be doing this, you know, like just being a place where like they can find some sort of like love and peace and they feel safe, like sharing all of that stuff stuff and you're not coming back at them like judging them like you should be doing this you know just like putting those scriptures in their ear putting those things that God tells you to tell them you know in their ear but doing it out of a place of love not a place of judgment you know I think I don't know that's why it's so important for you to do that to love your neighbor neighbor to love you know your brother and sister because you never know like what you could say and how you treat someone will affect them positively or negatively or if god was trying to use you you know for that person and your judgment and your earthly you know and flesh and everything just got in the way and they couldn't receive love when they needed that you know little seed because even though she's doing all of that now who knows you know all of those conversations might resonate like down the road you know it's not always an immediate thing that you're going to see oh i said this thing and then now they just did a whole you know 180 and all that type of stuff they're on fire you know so um yeah i think just keeping this scripture in mind is super important because it's like at the basis of everything that you should be doing in your life when you're walking like day to day like show just show love to people you know brother and sister yeah that's like is paul was saying in first corinthians 13 um 
you know, he just broke it down. Like, if I do this, I do that. If I speak in tongues, if I, like, if I have the most faith out of anybody, but I don't have love, what do I really have? Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's just like, we've made love this, this big thing. Some people, some of us have minimized it, but at the end of the day, it's like, God first loved us, so it's our responsibility to love others. And so it is through that love that we're able to demonstrate the heart of the Father. It's it's that love is the thing is the tool that is used for compassion. Like mm-hmm. it is, you see Jesus who was doing all this stuff. I know he's tired at the end of this day, and these people were like coming up to him sick, need healing, and it says Jesus was moved by compassion, and 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 he's prayed for the people and it's like it's that same thing of like all right lord i might be tired today i might not feel like it today they might have got on my last nerves today or done something that i genuinely don't feel like they deserve my love but that gets to arrogance because we can sometimes feel like people are not deserving of our love because of what they've done um but that's really an open door for bitterness um because it's it's all rooted in pride. Yeah. yeah. You somehow think that you're better than a person that you can withhold their forgiveness. Yeah. Like it's and we don't forgive other people just oh just let me just willy-nilly but like no it's you have to evaluate the situation. There's something that somebody might have done as that that hurt you, that harmed you, that rode you the wrong way. But as your father has forgiven you, you are to forgive. Mm-hmm. And it's not optional. It's not um, based on feelings. Yeah. We can forgive without feeling like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's a command. Forgiveness has nothing to do with feelings. Yeah. It has everything to do with will yeah. and yeah. saying, I don't feel like this. But if I don't, my father who in heaven won't forgive me because that's what the word says. And uh, when I first read that scripture, I was like, whoa, hold on. I said, you're not going to forgive us? <laughs> but it, it literally just says word for word. If you do not forgive others, your father in heaven will not forgive you and you're subject to torment. And I was like, oh, I was like, it's for real. Yeah. Um, and so I, know I, sk- I don't know how he skipped the forgiveness, but um, for some people, lack of forgiveness is the reason you can't receive love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're with, withholding something, and God literally said, "Until you forgive, I can't, I can't forgive you." Yeah, uh, and I know it's like that. Don't seem like the heart of God. It is. I don't write the rules. Right. Like yeah. it's, it's straight scripture. Yeah. Um, and so just for that person, like I feel, I'm gonna just pray real quick now. So Lord, I pray that you would um, give whoever's listening the ability and the will, and not not necessarily the feelings, God, but the will to say that. Lord, as you have forgiven me, have you, as you have sent your son, Jesus, to forgive me, I forgive this person. I forgive the people that hurt me. I forgive whoever it is in my life that's caused me harm or destruction or, 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 or torment or whatever it is. I forgive them. I put away my, my, my feelings, Lord, and I, I, don't, I don't dismiss my feelings. My feelings are still valid. The way I feel about this person is still valid, but I choose out of my will and out of my obedience to you to say, I forgive this person and that they're forgiven. And Lord, I pray that as I forgive them, God, that I'm able to receive your forgiveness, Lord, and I'm able to receive your love. So in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Um,
yeah, I don't know how we got there, but that's, that's where we at. So, one more thing, really, and then we'll wrap. I just wanted to break down real quick the four types of love, right? Because sometimes we we put on people, especially people within ministry, church, we put on them an expectation of a type of love that they're incapable of giving, right? So there's four different types of love. There's eros, which is a romantic love between husband and wife. There's philia, which is a friendship or brotherly love. That's where we get Philadelphia, city of brotherly love. It's brotherly. Um, you have storge, which is a familial or, you know, with your family, with how you love your mom or your brother. And then you have the agape love, which is God's love for humankind. And that's the love I was referring to earlier, which we don't even have the ability to give agape love. Right. We can only receive it because it's his love for us it's an unconditional love that nobody we hear even in marriage like i love you unconditionally you can't everybody you, has you're, conditions you're, yeah. you're incapable yeah. yeah 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 break it down break it down I no like, i was saying because everybody has conditions because hey what's crazy is you we're on this topic but that's literally a question i've had in my head for a while just kind of like toiling with that just um but just like are we even capable of agape love and i personally i was just like i don't think we're capable of it just because at the end of the day, how many times can we as humans allow somebody to crucify us? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We yeah. just don't have that. Like, you see marriages break up from that all the time. You see relationships, the people you connect with. It, yeah. Some of us get you out of my life for the littlest thing. <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah, looked yeah. at me wrong. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. Um, how many times can you really allow somebody, like, I took a, a very bad, a very, like, not bad, but just, like, it would be bad if it happened. Even your people think about like their parental love, right? Mm -hmm. And how if your child literally tried to take your life, one time you might try to forgive them. Two times, at what point? <laughs> at some point, you're gonna all be right. like, all right, yeah. you gotta yeah. go. It's getting you know, out of hand. Or, or like the parents say, I, I brought you this word, I'll take you out. <laughs> right. Some people are really gonna take you out at some point. It just depends on what the situation. So that's something I really was, because I know a lot of people really think that. I can do whatever I want to you. You still have to love me. Yeah. Yeah. And they're not realizing that they're talking about agape. And that's something that we as people are striving to try to do that we're really not capable of. Yeah. Or not. And it's self-defeating. Yeah. Because you, you put this thing of like, oh, unconditional love. Why would you set an expectation that you're not able to uphold? That only causes for defeat, like feeling condemn because now you have this expectation that's like i'm supposed to do this and do that or they're supposed to do this and it's like god never told you you're supposed to do that yeah we see the word love in scripture several times but you have to rec recognize that the bible wasn't written in english and so you might see the word love but it might be referring to a brotherly love mm -hmm. or a romantic love or agape love or like and so you can't just say okay it says love so let me just agape mm -hmm. you can't you can't like right. you literally can only receive this type of love um and so i think especially like within the church and within ministry you see people that have pastors and spiritual leaders and because they've made a mistake or because they've hurt this person whether intentionally or, or unintentionally they're so defeated because they've they've taken what they expected the love of god and they've put it on this person and now it's like wait you shouldn't have been able to even hurt me but it's like only God's unable of incapable un of hurting us. So um 
That reminds me, just of what you said, uh, even bringing up the crucifixion, um, it reminds me of a line in a song. I think it's by Zach Williams, uh, Heart of God. But he talks about, like, Christ isn't in heaven looking down, like, shaking his head, wishing that he's never gone to the cross. Like, you know, like... And I think that that really, you know, helps me in my moments of like, you know, not forgiving other people or even being, you know, forgiven too, like, you know, releasing condemnation as well. But like, God has never like wished he wouldn't have done what he done. Like he, you know, he, that's how much he loves us. And we can't give that expectation to a human. Like, you know, we'll do something. They'll start shaking their head real quick. Like, you know, but you know, he's never, he's never, um, yeah, like I, I, I can't think of the word right now, but like, you know, he's he's he still loves us even still. Like even though we sin daily, like and he, you know, he hates sin, but he loves us so much that even though this world is full of sin, it's a fallen world, and you know, a lot of times we know what's coming, so we know that it's going to get worse. But he's still not sitting there like, oh, I wish I would have never done. I wish I, you know, we should have just left them, let them be. Like you know, yeah. like he's. You know that gracious and that merciful that he still loves us even still yeah that's good and that's i mean that's everything jesus came to do was all rooted in love john three sixteen. we that we quote that scripture so much that sometimes we 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 don't realize the depth of the scripture but like for god so loved the world like it was only that his love that caused him to, to give his his only son to die a gruesome death like he lived the perfect life and died a gruesome death that we deserve and it's like that's love it's, it's only his love like when you really think about the cross we like we we talk about it oh we wear chains with cross necklaces and all that stuff it's cool but like when you really think about the cross and how gruesome it was and the road to it and and being hung that's only God's love. Yeah. Like only love could allow a person to do that, could enable a person to do that. Yeah. And so, ah, like anytime I think of it, I'm just like, dang, like. And so with that, going back to earlier, and I'll, I'll wrap up with this. God's, Jesus is not like, I shouldn't have done that for them. Yeah. He's like, yo, get my money's worth. Like, yeah. <laughs> I done paid for this. I done paid for yeah. this love. Y'all yeah. better receive it. Like, yeah. I, don't don't let me do all that and then you still like ah, yeah, yeah. I, don't if I, God, I don't know if you love me yeah. like yeah. you don't know like you better read that i love you like yeah. and so don't don't forfeit the the torment that jesus went through because yeah. you let the enemy deceive you and make you feel like you're not worthy of love yeah. it's yeah. like nah he paid for it and just like anything you pay for, you want to get your money's worth. Whether it's food, whether it's an experience, like, I want to get my money's worth. And so the same thing for Jesus. He's up there in heaven like, yo, receive this love. Like, I don't pay for this. You better receive this love. Um, of course, he's graceful. And he loves us. And he's much more patient than we are. Um, but don't don't let the enemy fool you to think, like, I'm not worthy of love. Your, your worth was instilled in you at birth. Um, and so going back to the whole robot thing, we we kind of talked about the robot earlier. That was a different episode, but any anything, any person or engineer that has created a product, I didn't even say this earlier, but like their heart is in it, like yeah. not physically, but like 
they've put in them part of themselves they put in this thing part of themselves and so god's love is in us we just have to be cognizant of it and, and activate it through our participation through understanding the scripture and, and through accepting uh, the love because we can't we can't walk in anything that we don't accept or receive so um i just pray out so or no 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 um alexis can you pray out Yes. Sorry, I know you's like. <laughs> okay. Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you that we were able to come together, Lord God, and uh, share your word, Lord God, with those that are attentive, Lord, and even with those, Lord, that are passing by, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord, that you have planted seeds in this moment, Lord God, and you have revealed your love in new ways to each and every ear that is out here, Lord. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that your love is without limitations, Lord God, that it is without conditions, Lord God, and that each and every one of us, Lord, is able to experience your love in the way that we need it, Lord God. So, God, we just thank you, Lord, for continuing to shower us in your love, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, that even when others aren't there, Lord, that you are, Lord God, and we'll always be covered in your love, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you haven't uh, reneged, Lord, on the yeah. crucifixion, Lord, and the torment that you've experienced, Lord God, uh, that we still have the ability, Lord, to... Uh, to lord walk in the uh love lord that you died for us to be able to receive lord god uh we just thank you lord for continuing to cover us lord god that you're continuing to increase our exposure to your love lord god so that we can continue to reach other people's hearts through your love lord god we thank you lord that we're all chosen to be vessels of your love lord uh, so we just pray lord that you will continue to do a work in our hearts lord god that you will remove any unforgiveness lord that we're carrying lord any bitterness lord god or anything lord that that may block someone else from receiving the love through us lord god and we just continue to give your name all the honor and all the praise and glory amen amen, amen. appreciate y'all for watching this episode i really do pray that you um are able to through it um and kind of go through the scriptures and, and, and understand that god loves me like regardless of what i do regardless of what i've done god loves me and um for you to walk in that so appreciate y'all for watching and remember to make today worth living peace, peace. Hey.